Hi, this is Jason Schneeberger, a.k.a. Rain Architect. I was also in Murder Collection from Toe Tag Pictures, and you are listening to Sick on Cinema. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I am one half of your drippy hobos, John. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm your other half, Matt, I guess. <laughs> and hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this lovely evening. This is like an early episode for us. Yeah, it's, it's like 3 o'clock. Oh, I forgot your TV box is gone. It's gone, so dude. I'm off the grid, son. Not necessarily. It's Why not you gotta do me like that? It's not off the grid. Why you gotta... Off the grid would be like... Going wait, to the wait, woods and wait. being like, I only eat fish. Why are you doing me like this? Because you, you're, you're lying. You ain't well, this will be the last episode. <laughs> 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 oh, God. So before we get into anything, as always, questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Follow us on all of our social medias at Sick on Cinema and Sick on Cinema Podcast. Yep. Instagram, Facebook mainly. <laughs> Don't even worry about Twitter. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna just delete that. So <laughs> give us a five star rating on iTunes, not just because we we have massive egos and need them stroked on a daily basis, but because <laughs> you know that helps us get into the algorithms and uh, get up on the charts a little bit. Yeah, which we you know we'll probably never like chart, but it'd be nice to get out there a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. If- this podcast will ever chart, but probably not. I mean, what we talk about is not necessarily <laughs> chartable. I mean, we talk about. Disturbing, weird, obscure movies. I don't know if that's a niche that's going to be on the, like, the top five charts. Hey, I just but. know we do a podcast that if I had discovered a podcast like this, I would have been excited. Yeah. Because it talks about the movies I care about the most. Yeah. Stuff I never heard of, you know. Oh. So, uh, before we get into the movies of the night, I guess we do, look, uh, do our regular shout outs and then get into what we've been up to, I guess. Uh, so, first of all, a shout out the boys at Who Will Survive podcast. Yep. Great dudes. Hopefully we'll be collabing with them down the road soon. Well, we hope so. Hope so. If We've pl- already collabed once, and if you have not checked out that episode out, I don't know what number it is, but it's the rev- uh, the the Vengeance Trilogy. Yes. We uh, we talked Old Boy, uh, Vengeance, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and uh, Lady Vengeance. It'd be awesome to collab with them again. Let's just hope that uh, the trend of this year being bad doesn't keep going and a plane doesn't hit the house or something like that. Yeah, just I know, right? <laughs> or I get hit by a car. Also need to <laughs> shout out... Uh, Rain Architect, the man behind our theme song. Yes. Go check his music out on Bandcamp and iTunes. He, and his music dope. His music dope. <laughs> check out Dot Orbix. Yeah. Another great musician that we're working with a little bit. I'm actually making a music video with. Uh, like, I would say you're working with him mostly because I haven't met him. No, yet. but he's a friend of the show. So. Yes, he's a friend of the show. Uh, the boys at the NGW. Yes. Check their podcast out. Check their wrestling show out. Check them on Facebook and everything. Mm-hmm. Preparing for that documentary. Yes. There may be a, a date in the works. Oh, is there, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. But. Um, and finally, take a short hiatus to hear from Brandon Lane and the Rants from the Black Lodge. And when we come back, we're going to talk about ourselves a little bit. We're doing it a little different tonight. Hey. Mix the format up a little bit. So we'll be right back. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcast and mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, inviting all you to take a walk on the wild side and check out our Golden Pumpkin nominated and five star rated film commentary podcast. Each month, we dissect the greatest and sometimes worst films of that particular horror genre and we interact with the stars and crew of those films. You can find Rants from the Black Lodge podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, and our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. We're back. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> so now that we got all of our shout outs out of the way, do that at the top of the show. How you been, Matt? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Not great. No. It's been um, a rough few days. <laughs> it's been a rough couple months. It really has been, been, yeah. I mean, uh, not nothing like severe, severe, but no. Uh, mostly, it's just been work and busy. Yeah, and there's been some things happen, family-wise. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I feel like we're we're doing good. We're holding strong. We're sitting there. If you're wondering why I'm sitting here strong, just <laughs> I just can't stay in touch with my dog. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> it's Tim and Eric. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Oh, I'll oh, yeah, sit yeah, down yeah. when I pee. Oh, yeah, yeah, there ain't yeah, nothing yeah. that crazy about me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm well, not ready for that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what have you been working on? Anything? Watching anything? Doing anything? I, I mean, I've been doing stuff for the podcast a little bit. You know, watching the movies for the podcast, yeah. which is important for the podcast. I've not been doing a very good job of watching movies outside of the podcast. I'm going to try to turn that around. However, we did watch pretty much every episode of Loader Squad. We did. <laughs> yeah. We watched almost every episode of Loader Squad. Um, I've been working on some stuff here and there, and I haven't had time to watch anything besides podcast-related mm. stuff. So, yeah. Yep. Although, we do got some stuff in. I... Don't know about next week necessarily, mm-hmm. but coming soon, as soon as we get a moment to the breathe a little yeah. bit, we will be doing a mini episode. Oh. Yes. And I'll go ahead and announce it, what it's going to be on. Like I said, it may not be next week, although it could be next week. Yeah. Kind of just depends. Don't want to don't give a definitive date. It's just going to show up in your feed one day, so just be on the lookout <laughs> for it. But we're going to do a mini episode on the latest release. It's not the newest movie, but the latest release yeah. from Marion Dora. Oh, God. Called Carcinoma. That should be interesting. Yeah. But. There's a company releasing... Uh, this is number one in the Mariandora collection. Hmm. So maybe finally... We'll get a good release of this stuff? Yeah, like Angel's Melancholy. And I'll have to get like some some dude from down the street to like <laughs> print you a copy yeah. off of it. <laughs> Which will be cool because it's like, you know, especially when Angel's Melancholy comes out, I think we should do like a, a revisiting the Melancholy, like mm-hmm. a real good release of it. Rewatch it and go. just do a mini episode on it because that was the f- first, you yeah. know, the first one we ever did. God dang, that means I'm going to rewatch it. I know. <laughs> that movie just won't leave us alone. God dang it. <laughs> but, um, of course, that's the one we started off with, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Well, I think we want to start out with something unique but heavy. We started off heavy as shit. Yeah, we started out with uh, Dora. Yeah. Um, He's not an easy guy to get into. No. So. How have you been doing? I say so. <laughs> what are we talking about though tonight, Matt? We're talking about melt movies. Yes. After last week's heaviness, I'm sorry. We decided <laughs> we decided to have a <laughs> more fun with the next one. Yeah. And do some body melting, baby. And like what last week had with you know just shocking, disturbing natures of the films. These are just fun and gross. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, and oddly sexual. Yeah. They all have like a very sexual twinge to them. I don't understand that. But they Maybe do. it's because the ideal of like, like, uh, like sex combined with like goop. Yeah. It's like so gross that like it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, ooh, I wouldn't kiss him. Look at him. He's mutated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Someone, I don't know. I just want to need you to cut that, that clip out and just like use that as blackmail one day. <laughs> <laughs> One day on the internet, I was gonna see. It's just gonna be me, like a like a picture of me being like, "Ooh, I ain't gonna kiss him. He's mutated." <laughs> like no, the, the headline is <laughs> podcaster comes out as gay and against mutants. <laughs> <laughs> podcaster is homophobic and against the mutated. <laughs> like, oh man, God. I'll try to use it like uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see the video? I don't know if this isn't a like gossip podcast or anything like that, but did you see the video he released on YouTube? I think it was on YouTube of him in character from his show from House of Cards saying he's innocent of all these charges. <laughs> no. Yeah. I love how these people just go crazy after they get caught. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Oh my God. Was it Mel Gibson? R. Kelly? Yeah. R. Ke- oh my God. R. Kelly got 11 more charges. <laughs> they tried to kill me. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my motherfucking life. It's just like. I just, before we get into the Mount movies, it's a quick tangent. Okay. I love that Kevin Spacey used those charges to come out as gay. Oh, yeah. He's like, I've been living with a secret my whole life. 
I'm actually uh, I'm actually gay. And everyone's How like, about your fucking little boy? Yeah, that- <laughs> It's That's like the yeah. Problem. It's like the fact you're gay is not what we're having an issue with here, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the fact that you're uh, you're you can be gay all you want to, you just don't touch little boys. Yeah, no, what's wrong with you? <laughs> all right, anyways. Okay. So the movies we're talking about tonight is Slime City, yeah, Body Melt, and Street Trash. Yes. So uh, let's go ahead and get into these, man. All right, let's get man. Let's get into Gucci it. man. Gucci- Sometimes I like to try to like be hip. We're not hip. I'm like, uh, Slime City's Gucci, man. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. Sorry. All right, anyways. Never said it to me again. <laughs> don't ever say that. Look, look. Don't you ever say this movie's Gucci? <laughs> like, I don't get. Like, I, technically, I'm from this era. Yeah, I don't get this. The Gucci? I feel old. When people are like, man, it's Gucci. It's like, what's that mean? <laughs> I mean, I guess it means it's good, right? Gucci's supposed to be good? I guess. I mean, if it's something's Gucci, I mean, Gucci's high quality. Well, I look at Gucci clothes and I'm mean, like, I'm too fat for that. <laughs> I can't wear that shit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, we've been going on a lot of tangents today. I know. This is what happens when we record not at night when we're not actually like dead exhausted. <laughs> we do a better podcast. We're more entertaining. <laughs> So, anyways, from 1988, we got Slime City. Yes. Love that name, first of all. Okay. The name is awesome. At the same time... Very misleading. We, very. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same as Slime City. It's like uh, it should be called a Slime Condo. Slime Condo. <laughs> or Slime Apartments. <laughs> slime City sounds better. Slime City sounds way better, yeah. <laughs> so, basically... Slime Condo. <laughs> Uh, so we got this young this young man named Alex. Yes. He's a college kid. His girlfriend. He's wanting her to move in with him, but she won't do it until he like gets his own place. Yeah. So he seeks out an apartment building, finds one that's kind of ran by this weirder old lady. Yeah. Uh, he's got some eccentric next door neighbors. Which, I mean, who doesn't have eccentric neighbors? Hell, we always you know? got eccentric neighbors. By that, I mean wife-beating, meth-taking, pill heads. But that's where we live. True. <laughs> <laughs> This is like heroin users. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, ne- he, just, he didn't. He never took acid again after he got that wine. No, no. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to that. So uh, he's got some weird eccentric neighbors. One name is uh, was it Ramon? Ramon? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Ramon invites him over to eat. <laughs> God. And uh, they have Himalayan yogurt. Uh huh. And this weird absence-looking liquor. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Again, another tangent. I'm sorry. If someone invites me over for dinner, yeah, and they hand me a fucking cup of yogurt <laughs> and this green as shit yogurt too, yeah, I'm leaving. There's a great part where he's like eating it and he's like, "Why is yours blue?" He's like, "Blue's my color." <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> uh, you also eat this like it's very bright yeah. green and blue, but it's pretty good apparently. No, I don't want that. Okay, well. That's gross looking. So, after eating the the Himalayan yogurt and drinking the wine. After eating the fucking R.L. Stein monster blood. (laughs) (laughs) You let me finish. Sorry. (laughs) All of a sudden, some weird changes start happening to Alex. He seems to be mutating. And when he's mutating, the only thing that can get him back to normal is a lust for blood. (laughs) And thus... He starts to unravel the secrets of his apartment building and what's happening to him in Slime City. Yeah. So, what'd you think, man, of Slime City? Which we've seen this before. Oh yes, uh, it's. I the last time I watched this, most of the movie, I was told to leave the room because I was very young. Mm. Which, then, in hindsight, watching it now, it's like there was no reason. No, there's no, <laughs> nothing happens early. Yeah. That's like overly. Just some bad. Supposed to be sexy dancing. Okay, on top of that, Alex has got the quickest nut in the West. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> because that that scene, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's like, ah! Five seconds. <laughs> 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 <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, this movie is super fun, but it is the most ridiculous mm. movie ever. It is immensely cheap and cheesy. But in all the best ways possible. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes a movie's cheap and cheesy, and that is a hindrance. Like, it's boring, or it's, like, just not doesn't work. This movie has a charm to it yes. that only a movie like this can deliver. This is, like, one of those movies that come out of the woodwork every now and then. You're like, 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. It just makes you smile. Like the whole time yeah. I was watching, I was like, man, this is a good time. <laughs> you like, know? <laughs> watch, watching this gave me vibes of when I first watched Five Five Five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just a it's just a really fun movie. Like the acting isn't good per se, but all <laughs> no. but everybody is such a character, which is we'll talk about that again in another yeah. movie. Everyone is such a character that it just works, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got Alex who's kind of the, you know, straight edge. Or not straight edge, but you know what I mean, like what? clean cut <laughs> college yeah. kid, then he's got his frat buddy. Yeah. And then his like all-American girlfriend, and mm-hmm. then and then all of a sudden he's he's being enticed by the goth girl next door. <laughs> and then Ramon just kind of looks like Nick Cave. Yeah. <laughs> Dig yourself. <laughs> he looks like Nick Cave. He does, yeah. <laughs> what I love, too, and I don't know if this was on purpose or if this was just uh, circumstances <laughs> caused this to happen. Yeah. The, the, the hot goth girl next door that he's so lusting after is literally just the actress that plays his girlfriend in a black wig. Did you what? not pick up on no, this? No, I didn't. Yeah, know. it's what? just his girlfriend in a black wig. <laughs> Same actress. That's insane. I know, and I don't know if this was a money thing, or if oh it was, God. if it was, uh, you know, like kind of like a joke. You know what I mean? Oh my God! I did not pick up on that. Yep. Actually, yep. Well, it's just as a. I got, I got goofed. Yeah. When you watch it, just pay attention. It's just as uh, his girlfriend in a bag black wig. For this is your. How many times have you seen this movie? I've actually seen this movie quite a few times. I don't I don't know exactly, but <laughs> when I first got it back in the day, I watched it quite a bit. This is the second time I've ever watched this, so I don't know if I would have picked up on mm. that necessarily. It's just such a fun movie that like it's one of those that like having a bad day, pop on Slime City. Yeah. You know what I mean? Having a good day, pop on Slime City. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's just it's a perfect movie to watch at any time. Got some friends over. It's a great movie for that. We have another movie like that later on. I mm-hmm. feel like too, but it's just such an entertaining like cheese fest. Yeah, with some like <laughs> some questionable editing, some questionable effects. Oh god, some questionable acting, but it's just so charming that it makes up for it. But what's crazy is the effects from the beginning in the middle are, I would say, relatively shaky, but. Towards the end of this movie, shit goes crazy. Yeah, the the climax of the movie is like some of the coolest effects. You're, uh, What's happening? It's falling off. Oh shit! The <laughs> uh, the uh, you know the climax of the movie like it, it's such a like it's not necessarily a gore fest for say no, but like just like a like you're like wow that is really cool you know yeah, what I mean like some really cool they do things that like I don't think I've seen in any other movie. No, like, well, I, that would be kind of a spoiler to the movie. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away because I want people to go watch it. But man, the, the effects in this movie are like at the very end are awesome. I think he looks cool too because like there comes a point where he like you know like we said he kind of starts melting. Yeah, that's the point of the movie. <laughs> the point of the episode, he kind of starts melting a little bit, like oozing and stuff. Oh. And the only way he can get like back to normal is if he kills somebody, but he has no recollection of what he's done. Yeah, but like he like. Wraps these bandages around him and puts his sunglasses on, so he has like an invisible man look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the ooze is like seeping through oh, and stuff. It's, it's such a cool like it's such a cool visual. Yeah. I think. Um, Something I will say is I don't know if these movies are the greatest ones to watch while you have food with you. Maybe not. It kind of just depends on your tolerance. I think. What well, you know how I how I am mm-hmm. when it's, anything remotely gross happens when I'm eating and I'm like. Ugh. See when I'm watching, especially this movie in particular, Slime City, I'm not like. Ooh, that's gross. I'm just—I feel bad for the guys. Like that's a lot of carol syrup. <laughs> that, that fool is sticky. <laughs> just, just the thought of it too. Mm-hmm. Just the thought of being like, just laying there and just being goopy. Goopy. Yeah, like, there's that scene like right when he first like gets seduced and like eats the yogurt and everything, and yeah. he's like in bed and he wakes up and he's all sticky. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that would suck. <laughs> the, the one thing I imagine is like when you eat cotton candy mm. and it gets all over your fingers and you're just like, oh my god, like, I can't get it off. God, nah. So, it looks like a human body. Yeah, he looks like a human fly trap. (laughs) You know, like those like string fly traps. I hate those things. Yeah, that's what he looks like—a human one of those. (laughs) That's so gross. And he also wears like uh, latex gloves, which I don't know. I think it's a really cool visual. Yeah, (laughs) because they're so gross looking. Yeah, because like when he pulls them off, they're like all the goops inside of it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's it's just it's an immensely entertaining, fun little cheap horror movie yeah that was you know made with love 
Mm-hmm. You know, they you clearly tell that they were having a great time making this movie. Oh yeah. You know, and I think that that sh- that when that happens, it doesn't really matter the budget. I think that shines through more than you know if it was a hundred million dollar movie. You know, because mm-hmm. they were just having fun and they were just so passionate about putting what they wanted to do on screen and getting it done. And I appreciate yeah. that. I always I always really appreciate low budget horror in, in that aspect. I did look th- look through some of this guy's other work. Greg Lambert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. He has a movie called like um, what was it? <laughs> Killer Rack, mm-hmm. which is about a woman's a uh, uh, a woman who who gets uh, breast enlargement, you know, surgery. Yeah. And but the guy who does the surgery is like obsessed with like H.P. Lovecraft's like <laughs> like demons and like that sounds fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. He did a sequel to this, actually. Yeah, which I've never seen, actually. I've always heard mixed things on it, though. Some City Massacre. Some City Massacre. Like I've never seen Some City Massacre. Those are the two movies that stuck out to me when mm. I looked through his stuff. But. Yeah. Uh, he seems like body horror a lot. Yeah. Which, you know, there's two variants of body horror, I feel like. Mm. There's, like, this kind of movie where it's goofy and silly and fun, and then there's, like, the Cronenberg stuff, which is a little darker, a little yeah, nastier. Yeah, a little nastier, yeah. <laughs> A little more mean-spirited. Like, I would say this movie is kind of gross. When it's, you look yeah. At, but nothing in this movie compares to Cronenberg's The Fly on grossness. <laughs> yeah, nothing. That movie's disgusting. Yeah. Some of the... It's funny, because, like, some of the slime looks like yellow-dyed caro syrup. Yeah. And then some of it looks like straight honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> like when it's like squirting. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, that looks like honey mustard. <laughs> that would suck so bad. <laughs> Cover with caramel syrup all dumb. That dude, like, you got to give that actor, like, credit. Because he literally, I mean, like, what do you, it definitely had to be caramel syrup. I don't know how else it would not be caramel syrup. Yeah. So he was just constantly, like, covered in syrup. Also, did you, <laughs> throughout the movie, his hair also. Is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, turns gray. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a cool touch. I didn't know if that was on <laughs> I assumed just, it was. Okay. <laughs> and if it was on purpose or live, just taking its course. He's <laughs> just so stressed out. He turned gray. <laughs> like that kid didn't come and see. That legit happened to oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, don't, that's heavy. That <laughs> yeah, is really heavy. But uh, I thought that was on purpose, which I don't. we don't want to give away why. Yeah. I thought it was on purpose because there's, there's something to, you know, there's a big secret that gets revealed later on yeah. about what all this is and why he's melting and stuff like that. Yeah. God. And when you do hear that, Okay. Just watch this movie. Our, our review of this does not give it necessarily the justice mm-hmm. how ridiculous this movie is. Oh, the twist? The twist in this movie is... Oof. It's kind of dumb. It's dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Like, when she starts explaining it, you're like... What? What? <laughs> no. I don't know how that works. It, it, it's like... I mean, it, what, what is this? Huh? <laughs> It's like if Ghostbusters was dumb. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, too, because, like, how do I explain this without uh, spoiling oh no. anything? There is a cult aspect of the movie, right? Yeah. But apparently this cult only had three members. <laughs> Shittiest cult ever. Yeah. But there's still a suicide <laughs> cult. <laughs> three people killed themselves. Shittiest cult ever You couldn't get three members You couldn't get more than three members Eat dicks fella Chris is not even three members Because uh, he's one of them The leader So he had two followers <laughs> You had two followers You're like let's do a suicide pack Yeah suicide You're the shittiest cult leader ever Eat dicks fella Go Get out of here Jim they Jones make, would be ashamed They make this big deal about him Being, <coughs> being like this uh like big like alchemist, and it's like he had two followers. <laughs> you could have asked if you would have added more people, it would have been like okay, whatever. <laughs> but it's like two followers, and you could easily explain it away too, and been like, "It's like you know, soon we'll fill all these rooms, and all the rooms yeah. will you know be the resurrection of these people." But you just got two goofs. You just you two goofs. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't have to like cast anybody. You could have easily just explain it away. You know what I mean? You already have one actress in a wig. Yeah. You could have put a Ramon in a wig yeah, or something. Yeah, just put like Ramon that. in a wig. Yeah. I love Ramon. He's my favorite character. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's this, just such a goof. Was, was it writing the song? And I was like, and for every year, I'll write a, a new poem. Line. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's going to be done Jesus. when he's dead. Yeah. Every year, he writes a new line. Yeah. That's, that's great. There's a great part, too, where he's like. Uh, He's like digging through the trash. Yeah. And Alex is like, What are you doing? He's like, Looking for stuff from my apartment. He's like, In the trash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he never explains it. Yeah. He just digs through the trash. Okay. Also, 
this moment here makes Alex the dumbest motherfucker on earth because you see a guy digging through his trash. He invites you for dinner. You say yes. And you say yes? Yeah. No. He probably got the food from the trash. <laughs> That's true. No. I, I thought about that too, but like, I mean, I guess he kind of got stuck into it because he was like, oh, yeah, sure. And then he's like, how about tonight? And he's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could have just been like, I got plans. He could have. He could have like, I'm going to hang out with my girlfriend. Or you could have just done what everyone does nowadays and be like, oh, let's go hang out sometime. Yeah. And then at the very last moment, just cancel your plans. Sure. That <laughs> <laughs> happens to everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah. One last thing before we move on, man. He works at a video store. Yeah. I love seeing video stores in movies. Yeah. It's such a nostalgic thing to see. Like, once it comes on, like, once I saw it, I was like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody, people these days just won't understand, you know. Man, I was at the very end of, like, video yeah. store stuff. Like, there's, like, the video and tan nearby. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, why would you put a video and tan together? I don't know. Get your tan by your... Copy that of was just a thing. Like yeah. all the video stores around here were also like tanning salons. <laughs> like, okay, but it's just so weird because you're like, oh, let me, get, let me get my tan on and buy, I don't know, Die Hard Two movies. Yeah, <laughs> Die Hard Two. Yeah, Die Hard Two. Die Harder. <laughs> so it is, it is weird. And then you have, of course, you have Blockbuster, which that's what real. killed it. But yeah, you know, because I remember the one I used to go to a lot. Was uh just down not too far down the road from us, and um, like it it didn't have the biggest horror selection. Yeah, but the uh, the horror selection was just like in this little corner, and it had like a little like step up. You had mm-hmm. to like step up onto it to get to this horror section. Yeah, and I would just sit there on that little step up and just look at the the covers for hours, trying to figure out what I wanted to watch, and like just looking at that in the movie, I was like, man, that was good times. Yeah, now it's Netflix. <sighs> and here's the thing about Netflix too. Compared to video stores, like you, you're there in the store. So yeah. You either buy something, you either get something, or you don't. Mm-hmm. Netflix, you have endless access to it as long as you pay for it, but you never watch anything. On yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scroll through like the newly released stuff for hours and yeah. never watch anything. <laughs> oh, that looks cool. Add to my list. Yeah. Oh, that looks awesome. Add to the list. No, I'm never gonna watch this shit. All right, now it's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Time to go, go to, to bed, bed. <laughs> and watch shit. But, uh, yeah, anything else you want to say about Slime City before we move on? I say check it out. Yeah, it's such a fun movie. It's super fun, and once you, once you see the the revealing, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you'll be like, this is dumb as shit, but I like it. Yeah, it's just a movie that's just a good time. Or you'll hate it. But yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, it's not it's not for everybody, but it is at the same time if that makes any yeah. sense. Because I, I think if you're just willing to have a good time, You'll have a good time with it. Yeah. But if you're like there to nitpick it, you could tear this movie to shreds. Well, like, I did that a little bit because I was nitpicking about like, certain things, but I was almost doing it as like jokes for the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, this is ridiculous. It's just so fun, though. <laughs> it is really It's fun. just a movie that just makes you smile. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Slime City gets a big thumbs up. Yeah. Hm. Uh, well, next we move to 1993. Yeah. A first time watch for the both of us. Mm hmm. And it is Body Melt. This movie is from Australia. It is an Australian yes. movie. Is this the first Australian movie we've done? I doubt it. Nope. Can't seek blues. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for about two two years. I know, but it just Australian cinema is just every time I've watched a movie from Australia, I've really liked it. But it's not a a a, a country that I've like a big scene. Really. Yeah, it's not a country I've ever really like delved into like a ton. I think I need to check out some Aussie exploitation stuff because every time I've seen anything from it, I've liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it's a future episode Australian exploitation. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of Aussie exploitation films out there. You know, there's a whole documentary about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, Body Melt, man, this is a this is a weird one. Yeah, so we have this. Uh, Health kick slash vitamin pl- factory thing company, I guess, right? Yeah, it's like a vitamin company. That's their main thing. They make these vitamins, uh, and they uh, they've been testing them, you know, illegally a little bit. Yeah, but they decide to kind of go wide and start really testing them. So they basically ship out the little free samples out to this little town. Mm-hmm. Well, the side effects of the of the supplement is not a failed drug test in the UFC. 
Which is what everybody says nowadays. <laughs> Failed drug test. Everyone's like, my supplements. Supplements, <laughs> <laughs> my supplements. Uh, the side effect of these supplements is uh, first hallucination, mm-hmm. second glandular, third body melt. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the movie just kind of follows uh, people in this town as they take these supplements and explode and slime and goop and gaff and. All the while, these bumbling cops are trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. For yeah. a movie called Body Melt, there's not a lot of body melting. There's a lot of body exploding. That's not melting, though. No. Really, it's weird because these are melt movies, but only in one of them does people truly melt. <laughs> yeah. You know? Man, I don't, I don't know. This movie, I did not dig it at all. And this is this is the shocker for me on this one. I had never seen Body Melt before. I'd always heard about it. Uh, checked it out. And I had a really good time with it. It, it kind of reminded me of like the early works of Peter Jackson. I, yeah. And I've, I've watched like one of Peter Jackson's like early films. Mm-hmm. And I really like that movie. Yeah. This movie, I don't... I don't understand a lot of the... So uh, let's just get into it. Um, we can kind of point, counterpoint if you want. But I'm, I'm curious because we've really not gotten into a, yeah. what you disliked about the movie. We okay. just talked about the fact that you didn't like it. I'm, I'm going to throw out my, my first argument. Okay. The soundtrack. I don't like the soundtrack at all. Oh, it's very much like an early 90s like techno, right? Something like that. It's like bang, 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 kind of stuff. And it doesn't work for me at all. Uh, I remember vaguely noticing it. I don't think I made any note of it. So like, it wasn't like a, it like, you know, it was so minuscule that I barely even recognized it existed. I, I don't know. I was sitting there watching. I was like, this is. Not not a good soundtrack. But there's there's just like random moments of just noise too. It's like what are you doing with the supposed to emphasize the I do remember I do remember points in it feeling like the soundtrack was going a little ham for like nothing. Yeah. Where I'm like, this is a little over the top. I'm gonna bring that down just a little bit. Yeah. But Probably my, one of my biggest problems with this mo- this movie completely is the fucking family okay. in this movie. I probably need to explain that a little okay. bit. So you have these two teenage guys who are going to this brothel thing. Which, the, the whole story behind that is just fucking dumb anyway. Yeah. But. They're going to this <laughs> brothel thing and they stop by because they need gas. Yeah. Or fix a car part or something. Mm-hmm. I can't exactly remember. This is the this is the one I watched first, so it's been a little bit since uh Yeah. Um but then you got this weird, like inbreded back <sighs> outback family, I guess. And okay. they do tie back into the main plot eventually. One of them does. One of them does. The but other ones are kinda pointless the There rest is of the story. a lot of points in the for a time in the movie where you're like, this has nothing to do with the movie. Which it really doesn't until they unveil this one little small detail. Like honestly, the, the, this family is like if the Texas Chainsaw family was shitty. <laughs> I hate this family. Like, every time they put they appear on the screen, I wanted to take my my pencil and just stab my fucking eyes out. That's so weird, man. I don't like them at all. I kind of I did kind of dig that subplot because it was just so weird and like so out there and like oh I mean okay I mean you, you can see some of the things they're doing. But I'm talking about the performances as I well. I dislike the performances. They were re- they're really over the top. But to the point where I thought it was annoying. See, I didn't. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that you're wrong or anything like that. You know, it's just it, your opinion. Yeah. But I don't know. If me personally, I didn't find it annoying. I, I don't know. I had a, I thought there was a lot of charm to it. Like it was just such an oddball little thing. Like, the Texas Chainsaw family, right? They don't necessarily just throw shit your way, being like, "Oh, yeah, this is what we do." Mm-hmm. They they kill people. Yeah, this family, they make sure you know everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's like keep it in the family. Yeah. Smacking one of them, it's like oh. it is a little on the nose. I will say that. And like it's like thirty minutes of this movie is dedicated to this family. Yeah, and like I said, through most of it, you're like, this ain't got nothing to do with the movie. Establishing characters that mean nothing to the plot. Of the rest of the fucking movie. Now that I will agree with. <laughs> but I di- I just didn't mind it. I don't know. Like it was just kind of like 
it was a left field that I wasn't expecting, but didn't mind at the same time. I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out what's going on with these, you know, th- this company, mm-hmm. which is the plot of the movie. But you're giving me a bunch of dumbasses. You know, I can agree that maybe they spent a little too much time on that subplot, considering once it finally ties in. You know, it it, it is kind of an important tie-in because it explains one aspect of the of the of the supplements and why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it, it seems like a lot of it's pointless. Mm. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I don't know. The, the family we're just gonna just have to, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on the family. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I can agree with they they might have spent a little too much time with them. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't mind it. I, th- I thought it was kind of interesting and just kind of like a weird subplot. Also, I do feel like the doctor in this movie mm-hmm. he tries a little too hard to be Doctor Loomis. A little bit, I can agree with that. But again, I thought he did a really good job. I think he does. He's like the one character in this movie that I do like. Mm-hmm. He really only one. Really, one of the only ones I like. Wow. Also, I kind of liked everybody. To be honest with you, because much like Slime City, everyone's over the top, wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean yeah, okay. But <laughs> I don't know. Slime City, I feel like just does a lot of this. A lot of the stuff that this movie tries to do better. I can agree with that. Oh yeah, I can agree. I, I do like Slime City better. Something also, something else I want to mention mm-hmm. is the camera work. Oh, really? A lot of the camera work is hard to follow sometimes. <clears throat> it's very manic at times. But uh, they did a lot of things that, like, I, I, you know, not saying that I'm a filmmaker or a director, but when I do, like, work on projects, they did a lot of stuff that I kind of see myself do a lot, too, where it's like, let me get the fisheye lens and get right in your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, uh, that stuff didn't bother me. It's just a lot, a lot of, like, the deaths that happen in this movie, because there, there is plenty of that, but... yeah. It's hard to follow what even happens to them. Mm-hmm. Like, Sometimes. I think one. A lot of the other ones I didn't have a problem with. But there was one where I was like, that could have probably been done a little better. Like, uh, you talking about the, the, the kid? The kid on the skateboard, yeah. Oh, or he wasn't skateboarding, he was rollerblader. wasn't even skateboarding, it was rollerblading. <laughs> no, no, no offense to people who rollerbladed. If you Get listen. the fruit boots out of here. <laughs> Did you ever heard that? Fruit boots? Yeah, that's what we used to call for, uh, rollerbladers back in the day when oh. I was a skateboarder. Oh. Back when I was an angsty teenager. We are like, mm, fruit booters. What the? What's that mean? Couldn't tell you. It's probably some kind of like slur. <laughs> <laughs> you boys just got in trouble, my friend. But so whatever I called him, I don't know. Fruit boots. But like he does, like does something and it's like whoa, and like spins, spins. and like shows his face, and then that's all you get. Now, but I thought the reveal of that was pretty nasty, yo. Pretty gnarly little effect. Yeah, but you can't tell exactly what happens. I mean, it is, does lead to like a dumb part where the, the mom's like, "Are you sure he's camping out?" Yeah, I saw his tent. And like cuts to him, he's like. Yeah. But that's kind of the movie's like theme, oh, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's very goofy on the nose. I don't I don't know if I dug it though. Almost like a like a Looney Tunes come to life in a way at times. Yeah, that's how I took it, anyways. I don't know, man. Like you could have you could literally add it into the sound effect and it would have fit in. I feel like that would have been better than the soundtrack <laughs> it was playing. That's probably true, but <laughs> I mean. Except, the special effects can be shaky from time to time. Like, I, I don't know. If, I know the one you're talking about, the stomach exploding and yeah, it's just like it is a based fan, fan through. But there's some really cool like tentacle effects, and then like the, there's the scene where the guy like his bottom jaws like come off basically. Yeah, I don't know. There's some really cool, gro- gross little. There's uh, some really cool ones, but there's also some dumb ones. A lot of snot looking stuff too. Yeah, it's gross. The the dad in the bathroom was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the special effects, like, towards the end of this movie is what I would say was probably the best part about I think it's the driving force of the movie, for sure. Because even more so than, like, Street Trash or Slime City, there's a lot of melting going on towards the end of the movie. Yeah. I just, I feel like the special effects is what you should be coming for. Mm Mm-hmm. But everything else is mediocre. We'll have to agree and disagree a little bit. I I don't think body melt is, like... This underground classic that nobody's ever heard of, you know yeah. what I mean, or like a lost classic. Um, but I can definitely see why it's got its following, though. 
you know, Vinegar Syndrome yeah. put it out, which I would like to get the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray because we watched it on Voodoo, and I bet the transfer is a lot better. Oh, probably on the Vinegar Syndrome release. Also, the ads pissed me off on, on there. <laughs> yeah. That was not the movie's fault. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was the same ad I got. Yeah, Game of Thrones is like final season trailer. Yeah, I got. Um, I heard that that single character scream like a hundred times. I got like Colgate. <laughs> Colgate. <laughs> like constantly got Colgate. <laughs> But I don't know, man. I actually really liked the movie quite a bit. Um, I thought it, like I said, I think it really reminded me of like the early Peter Jackson stuff, like Dead Alive and Bad Taste. Um, it, it it had a lot of cruel, cool, like uh, gooey, gross effects in it. The characters were wild and crazy and over the top, and it's like a Drop Dead Fred, but like a horror movie, like a real horror movie. Drop Dead Fred's kind of a horror movie, just in its weirdness. But <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I, I dug it. I can see, you know, your points. They all are valid, I think. And okay. I don't think it's a movie for everybody. But it does seem to have a fairly big cult following, though. I mean, I'm not wanting to piss people off with this. No, 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 no. You, know, you gotta, get, gotta give your opinion. You gotta say how it is. I just... I don't think this movie's for me. It's one of those movies, like, you know, like, Tetsuo and stuff like that, you know, will bicker a little more. I don't have as much really passion for body melt. Yeah. As I do, like, a Tetsuo or something like that. So I'm not going to go out there and, like, defend it hardcore. I still think I need to rewatch Tetsuo. Yeah, probably, but, you know. Because that was also pretty early. Pretty early. It was, like, third or fourth episode. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a a movie I'll defend. Yeah. Body Melt's, like, I liked it. I had a really good time with it. I'll probably one day add it to my collection. Okay. But I I don't love it to the point where, like, if someone's, like, the witch sucks, I'm not going to get mad and fight them, but I am going to be like, well, here's why I think the witch is yeah. a masterpiece. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. Like, again, there's this movie had some really good moments. Like, one in particular was one of the bodybuilder dudes, one of the bodyguards, I guess. He <laughs> is in his, like, room and is, like, watching porn. Yes. And, like, explodes. I did laugh pretty hard I about that. I like that. that. I, I love the fact that the one bodybuilder had, like, such a tiny voice. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun, too. Yeah, that was really fun, but... I, would, I do wish more stuff took place at the actual, like... Like a supplement factory, yeah. Because I thought that was the most interesting stuff in the movie, like that family vacation <laughs> exactly. in there. Exactly. That's what was I was more interested in. Mm-hmm. But you're giving me these fucking goof asses <laughs> that are living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, like I said, oh. I can I can agree, but I liked that subplot. Shit, drop my ink pen. That's not your ink pen. Anyways, I I liked that subplot, but I can't agree that it stays on it a little too much. Yeah, there's way more of that than needs to be, especially since when the twist happens. It does add a lot to it, because then you're like, oh, okay, now yeah. I get why this is doing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, 50 seconds, and you spend, like, 30, 30 minutes, minutes or more them, with yeah. them. So I can't agree with that. And there's other subplots with the pregnant lady and the guy who's hallucinating. and Yeah. You know, that stuff was honestly more interesting, too, than the, the hillbilly stuff. Yeah. But I still liked it, you know what I mean? Like, on, but like, I kept honestly. waiting for why that was going to tie back into the movie. And then when it does, I'm like, well, you probably could have done that a little easier. Yeah. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like this movie's like medi- mediocre. But at 80 minutes, at 80 minutes, I think it's an easy watch. It's it's really fun. I think personally. I mean, it's definitely a movie you could like sit down and watch with a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this is the greatest movie to just be watching by yourself, analyzing. Yeah, I mean, like. I never want to dislike a movie or or you to dislike a movie. And I always hope every movie we pick is a, yeah. a great. But uh, when you told me you didn't like it, I was like, all right, cool. We get to have a little debate because yeah. I did like it, you know? Yeah. Um, like uh, I said, like I'm not as overly passionate about this as something else. So I'm not going to like... It's not like... I'm not going to dig a, in and fight. Yeah. But, uh, you know, count point, counterpoint. I, I can uh, I can, uh, I can uh, understand where you're coming from. Okay. Um, It's a... I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, because I didn't like this movie, don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out for yourself, see what you think. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the truth about any of the thing we re- review, whether we like it or dislike it. I think there will be a couple of movies that we do. <laughs> Sometimes we'll be like, all right, this movie is a shitty movie. <laughs> this is a piece of dog ass. But I still would almost like rather somebody go out there and watch it. Yeah. And uh, make their own mind up of it. Yeah, Body Melt. Check it out. Vinegar yeah. Syndrome release is probably great. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, one of the few times we disagree, so. Yeah, we usually agree quite a bit, so. Yeah, so. 
we can uh we can still be friends. Yeah. Ain't that a ain't that a is that a fucking concept? Yeah, in this day and age, <laughs> you can disagree on something and still be friends. Wow. <laughs> oh God. Not to get political, but <laughs> or it doesn't even have to be political. It's just anything. Anything. Disagree on anything. Fuck you, man. We mean you like cheeseburgers. You're just eat shit. You're a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So we go back to 1987 oh. to uh. A movie I will consider kind of an underground masterpiece. Yes. Street Trash. <sighs> Again, this movie is ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I got so many vibes of like Troma's movies yeah. that I was like, this movie's amazing. It is like a culmination of like Troma and Hen and Lauder mm-hmm. and that early like 80s, early to mid 80s New York sleaze, even though yeah. it was 87. Yeah. But like it is very much in the, of that like style. Of like a mm. trauma or a hen and lauder movie that you know, it it's, it adds a lot to it. I think a lot of charm. oh yeah yeah. The, the Street Trash is one of those movies like I had known about for such a long time because Synapse had put it out. Yeah, and uh you know, it's one of those things too where it's like when someone like talks about Synapse, one of the first movies that comes to my head is Street Trash. Mm-hmm. Like th- like Thriller, A Cruel Picture, Street Trash, awesome, yeah. uh, Singapore Sling, Lamora. Like those are the movies that come to my head because mm-hmm. that was like the early days of. Of uh, Synapse Films and like them really like putting out some you know underground classics, mm-hmm. but uh, the plot of this one is really weird. <laughs> it is very very bizarre and like when we say the plot of this movie, like what the actual plot is supposed to be, you're gonna be like, how is this a feature movie? Yeah, how like is this a feature length. You're film? like, wait a minute. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> we have this liquor store owner. Mm-hmm. Goes down in his basement and discovers a crate in, like, the most classic horror movie way possible. Yeah. He finds it behind, like, a secret door. Like, a secret little door. Okay, here, here's here's a rule. If you work at any establishment or if you live in a building that has a secret door that has something behind it, yeah. don't fuck with it. You got a little hidden <laughs> little hidden little nugget, a little, little nook. Yeah. Don't open it. It's usually don't. bad. It's usually, like, critters or... Or uh, a, a thing, ass. or a thing in a crate. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's never good. It's no. So it's uh, he finds this crate in uh, this little. Uh, I don't know what you call it. It's like a little hidden nook, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he takes it out, and it's a bunch of old liquor called Viper. Yeah. He has nothing. He didn't buy it, so he has nothing in it. So he's like, dollar. I'll, I'll make bank on this, or not bank, but turn a decent profit on it because he has nothing in it. I'll, I'll make some profit off of this. Yeah. So he sells it for a dollar, but there's a there's a side effect to Viper, and that whoever drinks it melts. Yeah, <laughs> but it's that's just the subplot of the movie. <laughs> that's just like this overarching wraparound. the 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 overarching uh, story of the movie is a group of young homeless guys mm-hmm. who live in this junkyard that has been turned into like this hobo paradise, paradise. Yeah. <laughs> like a hobo communion. Yeah. Um, and they're all just living together and kind of doing their things. But there's a a, a strong lord, if you will, like a like a mafia boss almost. Yeah, you have a guy who has a stronghold over everybody. His name is Bronson. Bronson. Also, the name Bronson is synonymous with some of the most badass people I know, on right? Earth, and this is no exception. <laughs> and uh, he carries around a knife made out of a femur bone of a yeah. person he killed in Vietnam. And uh, they're basically just trying to exist and avoid Bronson, but it all kind of culminates together with a Viper, with Bronson, with these kids. Mm-hmm. It all kind of culminates in a one, and that's street trash. Something I wanted to bring off right up the bat, bring up right now, is how awesome the melting in this movie truly yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Because it's not only like, like just, oh, they're melting. Mm-hmm. It's so colorful. Yeah, the, they're like blues and purples and greens, yellows. And it's such a cool like contrast. And, you know, we I kind of thought about it, it as like maybe they did that to avoid like an X, like if it yeah. was just blood and guts and stuff like that, they might have gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe not. It may have just been a uh, whatever the choice was. Why ever they made that choice, whether artistic or necessity, it's a great choice and it looks awesome. It's a great stylistic choice yeah. in this movie because. Not only does it just add more like craziness to the the characters that are already in the movie, mm-hmm. but 
don't know. It just looks. It, it's so flashy. Yeah, it's it's just an awesome looking like visual mm-hmm. when this guy's like what and it's like purple yeah. and blues and it's just I don't know. It just looks really cool. Yeah. Um. Something I like to point out is how like well made this movie is. <laughs> yeah. Considering what it is. Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. low budget horror movie about melting hobos. Mm-hmm. But it's shot fantastic. Like there's oh my some God, great yeah. like camera work and like pan shots and crane work. But then you go and look up the guy's like resume. And you find oh that the guy God. who directed this movie like did camera work on like Titanic mm-hmm. and like some of the biggest movies and TV shows ever. Yeah. So it's like, oh well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's why <laughs> he like, was the camera operator on Titanic. <laughs> which, come fuck off. Yeah, like you're working yeah. with James Cameron, you know. Yeah, then you, you have to be really good. With you gotta know what you're doing. But it, it is awesome to see the fact that someone who makes a movie like this is able to go do yeah films like and still be proud of it too. Yeah, and come back and do a documentary and talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really cool. I think. But yeah, it's just such a like. The characters, like, again, like, the acting may not be the top notch, but the characters are so likable and so mm-hmm. charming, and, like, they have, like, just such a such a style to it that it just it engrosses you in this world. Yeah. Because when, like, out, it, like, it's like another world hmm. where, like, hobos reign supreme or something. I don't know. <laughs> where hobos reign supreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like hobo with a shotgun. Yeah. Spot. It is very similar to Hobo with a Shotgun, and like yeah. it doesn't feel like it takes place in reality. I do feel like that might, this movie may be an inspiration. Yeah, it could have been, definitely. I mean, like, you look at the visuals and the colors and oh stuff like that. You know, It has a very similar style. And man, the Synapse Blu-ray of this movie... It's really good. ...is outstanding. I mean, you should yeah. know that Synapse is one of the best out there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like if you, if you want, if you want a, a release that is like... What if someone's like, "What is Synapse Films?" Yeah, Street Trash Blu-ray is Synapse Films. It's this low-budget mm-hmm. horror movie that's awesome that you've probably never heard of. That the Blu-ray looks amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's Synapse Films, <laughs> pretty much. You know, <laughs> but you know the characters are great, the gore is great, the camera work is great, the music is fun. Oh my god, yeah. there's so many good like moments. And where I get a lot of the trauma vibes is not just in the effects and stuff and the humor. It's how dark this movie can yeah. be at the same time. Yeah, the black comedy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and kind of like the setting too. Like, yeah, it feels like it could take place in Tromaville. Yeah, you know, with all the radiation and melting and graffiti and trash everywhere. You know, it kind of feels like a Tromaville thing. I do feel like this movie was made for me to enjoy it because I love the New York setting, mm-hmm. and especially in that time period. Yep, I love crazy special effects. Mm-hmm. And eccentric characters are something I enjoy as well. Yeah. So it kind of culminates together. And it does have a, a dark sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Like, there's several moments in the movie that, you know, may not have aged super well. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, if you look, if you can look past that and just see the the charm mm. and understand the time period, it's just a, it's a really fun movie. But what's the name of the guy in the gas mask? Oh, I can't remember his name. No, I can't remember his name. It's like Charlie or something like that. Yeah, I think it's Char Charlie, something like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was something that I came up with, came up with as a joke. Well, because we watched this one actually together. Yeah, yeah, which is very rare for the podcast. But like you talking about when he goes uh, shopping. Yeah, God, he's my favorite character in this movie. He's, I feel like he's great. He's so funny. He is great. I love him. Like uh, he's like stuffing food down his pants. I love him, and I love the bellhop and Mister Durant. Yeah. Mr. Durant even has his own song at the end of the movie, sung by the guy who yeah. plays Mr. Durant. God, it's so good. He's a dead kid. <laughs> Something I also want to compare this movie to, and I feel like if this doesn't sell you on this movie, then I don't know what it's really going to. It's almost like this movie's a rated R version of Goosebumps. It kind of has a Goosebumpsy feel to it. It really does. Yeah. It also kind of reminds me of, a, I don't know if we've brought up the name already, but like, a, you know, we talked about trauma. But it also really does feel like a Hennenlauter movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone told me that Frank Hennenlauter directed this movie, I'd be like, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I meant to bring up something earlier in Slime City. That apartment looks like the same one from Basket Case to me. It does. Yeah, it really yeah. does. But anyway, back um, to this movie. <laughs> There's other things in that apartment, too, we didn't bring up, like the checkerboard floor. Yeah, what the hell? There's all kinds of weird stuff in that apartment. But, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it does have a lot of Hennenlauter vibes to it. You Mm -hmm. know, Hennenlauter really likes to make, like, monster movies in New York. Yeah. But still put in that New York attitude. 
I, I don't know. It just I feel like it is kind of an unfair advantage to set your movie in New York, in my perspective, because it's like you already have a great setting. Yeah, New York at that time period in the you know, the seventies and eighties was you know it was just such a great backdrop. Yeah, you know it just it looked awesome. So many of my favorite movies are yeah. from this area. And we talked about Maniac and Hinlauder yeah. stuff, Troma stuff. Mm-hmm. Although Troma was more New Jersey, but you know New Jersey is good too. New York, New Jersey area. You know, uh, it's just such a great setting. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like California mm. or L.A. in like the late '80s, like a oh, yeah, yeah. like a yeah, Savage Streets. Like that's such a great setting too. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god, yeah, it is. It's just cool. I mean, it's it's just such a interesting movie. Like it's hard to like put into words what makes it so good. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Like it has like a like I'm not a big fan of whimsy in my movies necessarily. Like I hate Spielberg whimsy. Oh god, M- movies like E.T. and stuff like that piss me off. <laughs> This man sitting across from me mm-hmm. that I do this podcast with on a <laughs> bi-weekly basis yeah. fucking hates E.T. Hate E.T. <laughs> I hate that movie. It's one of my least favorite movies ever. And I know it's like one of the most beloved movies ever, oh, so saying that is going to like oh piss people God. off. And I apologize. I don't mean oh. to shit on E.T., but I fucking hate E.T. Hate that movie. It's just so stupid. It has like... It's so sugary sweet. It pisses me off. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that sugary sweet Spielberg whimsy. <laughs> pisses me off. The only time it ever worked is when he didn't direct it, like Richard Donner doing the Goonies and stuff like that. <sighs> I like Spielberg too. I don't even like like Spielberg's not a good director. Spielberg is a great director. Oh god. But god dang, his kid stuff pisses me off. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to street trash. <laughs> anyway, I was saying there is like a whimsical nature to like. These hobos just live their best life. They live <laughs> you know? their best life, yeah, which is not a great life. Not a great life, but they're having a good time. <laughs> Hell, they're playing football with a severed penis. Just weird. In context, is, in context sounds really bad. In context, out of context, it's weird. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter what context you put in with that Sever- scene. Also, at the same time, the, well, it's kind of a spoiler to the movie, I guess. What is it? The The girl. I think we can talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Whew, that's that's rough. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, off screen, there's like yeah. a gang rape yeah. and murder, and you're like, <laughs> "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's a batshit crazy movie. They call me Mr. Durant. Mr. Durant, just like smacking people around and so shit. good. You're dead, kid. You're dead. <laughs> You're dead. He's great. Love him. He was like a singer. He was like a like a Sinatra esque singer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else to say about Street Trash. Like I said, it's a really hard movie to review because it's like it's hard to put your finger on what's so good about it. It's just a culmination of a lot of things. Like they they could have took the melting out of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It didn't need that. But it's ex- it's extra. And it's in a good extra. Way. It's 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 a uh, it's gravy. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like this was already delicious. Mm-hmm. You had some gravy on it. Oh. Oh, so good. For people who hate gravy. Barbecue sauce, then. Ketchup. You know, french fries are already good. Some cheese. Cheese? Yeah. You know, you didn't, the melting didn't have to be in the movie. It was still would have been a really fun, weird, quirky comedy. Mm-hmm. You add the melt into it, and then all of a sudden you got a weird, fun, quirky horror comedy. Yeah. You know? So, with some awesome effects, too. Also, like, if not just des- the melt stuff, but there's some gore in the movie that's outstanding. Also, if you decide to take action against your enemies, make sure you, when you take them down, you vomit on their head. Oh, yeah! <laughs> we didn't even talk about the fact that there's this really over-the-top cop. Oh, he's so good. He's dude. so great. He's so funny. He's, like, insanely over-the-top. But There's a lot to unpack in this movie, so just go watch it. Go watch it, man. This is one I probably recommend the highest. Yeah, for sure. But, um, it's the one I enjoy probably the most. Me too. Street Trash, you know, I think it's like a... I think it's an underseen classic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those movies that, like, it's got a cult following, but not enough of a cult following. Also, this is kind of random, but while I was watching this movie, I ate an entire pot of apple. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an entire pot of apple. Yeah, I really love it, man. It's a, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's so much fun. I know we keep saying that, but it's like, like I said, it really is kind of a hard movie to, to unpack because it's like, there's so much. There's so much to this movie. It's a little long. It, it, it's long, but I don't. It's never boring. I'm never bored. Yeah, by it's this movie. never boring. 
there's always something going on. There's yeah. always some weirdness happening <laughs> that you got to scratch your head and be like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this who shit? wrote this? <laughs> yeah, who wrote this? Who put this out? How does it get past any sense? And there's a lot of there's a lot of familiar. You know, we've been talking about trauma and him a lot, or a lot because, like I said, this movie does carry vibes of both of those guys a lot. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of familiar faces from trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, there's several people in the movie who've been in trauma movies, and uh, the guy the guy who plays the bellhop who yeah. missed a drink keeps slapping around. He's the main character in Frankenhooker. You know, so mm-hmm. there is ties to him a lot and trauma. Well, I mean, they're very close. In proximity to each other, yeah. So and style, you know yeah. what I mean. Like both kind of used uh, New York, New Jersey, and like didn't make like gritty, dark slashers. They made yeah. monster movies, mm-hmm. you know. Which not saying that's not either one is better than the other. I just think it's an interesting. They decided to do something different in a time mm-hmm. where that was the most prevalent thing. Like nowadays, you get all these ghost movies and stuff coming out. <laughs> oh God, yeah, and. You get movies that change, you know, everything. Yeah. Like Agreed. A movie, I would say, like, it has ghost elements in it, but, like, hereditary. Hereditary. It very much, like, flipped everyone on their heads. It flipped their lids. Flipped their lids. Split their wigs. Split their wigs. Spread their cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's Street Trash, man. Anything else you want to talk about with Street Trash? I mean, we could sit here and talk all day about Street Trash. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Just great. It's go, just, just go watch it. Turn this podcast off right now and go get you a copy of Street Trash. I think it's on Shudder. Yeah, fuck us. Go watch the movie. If it, it, I think it's on Shudder. So, Is it? I think so. Because oh. I remember I posted that was one of the movies in uh, Brandon Lane from Ransom and Black Lodge. Right. Posted that he watched it on Shudder and really loved it. Awesome. Yep. I don't know how you couldn't love it. It's just a it's just a charming movie. It's, a, it's very goofy. If that movie was a human, I'd give it a hug. Except for it's probably got goop on it. It's probably got some goop on it, but <laughs> might smell bad. But <laughs> <laughs> smell bad. But uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Now here's the question: What are we doing next? Because uh, I don't think you picked. Oh, son of a bitch! Uh oh. I'll do the plugs. Go get the list. Uh, so I'm all by myself, guys. Um, but why I'm by myself? Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Follow us on our social medias, sickoncinema. Rate us five stars and give us a review on iTunes, and that would be much appreciated. Shout out to the Who Will Survive podcast, guys. Shout out to Brandon Lane, Rants from the Black Lodge, NGW, Rain Architect, Dot Orbix, and all kinds of other goodness. I hit the shout outs and stuff already. Wait, are you done? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we do this every time. We are like the most unprepared podcast ever. It's awesome. <laughs> if you listen to us, shame on you. <laughs> We're going to do Godzilla. <laughs> this is the old list. Get out of here. Um, what else can we talk about? I, uh, I spent a lot of money on the Vinegar Syndrome Mid-year sale, more money I meant to. Uh, I love vinegar syndrome sales. My big problem with them is, this time, I've not really had this problem any other time, other than the fact that it's hard as hell to get onto the website to do it, is they've started the vinegar syndrome archive releases that I think are really cool and I really wanted them, but I don't think they did a good job of making them obvious what they were. Like, it didn't say vinegar syndrome archive number one. It just said the name of the title, so I skipped on them at first because I was like, I don't really need all this. Uh, and I went and bought a bunch of other shit, then realized that was the Vinegar Syndrome archive titles and had to spend even more money. But, you know, whatever. Vinegar Syndrome is the shit. Don't mind. Have you picked something? Yep. All right. We're going to be doing Revenge Volume 2. Uh-oh. Vulgar. Nice. Rolling Thunder. Oh. And Fight for Your Life. Rolling Thunder. My dog. I have not seen that movie. Mm. So let's get in. We'll get into it. I get a little stiff. <laughs> What was it Earl Sweatshirt said? Oh my god. He's like, I'm, I'm half hard, hard right now. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> also, check out Loader Squad. Yeah, yeah check I've out Loader Squad. Like, it's really okay. funny. People see the title of the creator now and see, you know, his music what he what, what, he's what a real artist. Now. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> Yeah, and you go back and watch Loader Squad, how crazy yeah. and goofy that show is. Oh my money. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Also check out your perfect going to hell. We watched all that. Oh too. my god, that show so is so good there, yeah. Another another podcast guy who's yeah. doing, he's doing much better than us. Better yeah, than much us. better than us. But uh 
Yeah, I've enjoyed this episode. Melt movies were really fun to talk about. Yes. Really looking forward to talking about Rolling Thunder. Oh, that's one of my absolute favorite movies. So I can't oh, yeah. wait. I have a sealed VHS of it. Really? Mm-hmm. I do. It's over there somewhere. I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but it's there. I got that sealed VHS when it was still like, it never had a release on DVD or Blu-ray. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's probably worth a lot at the time. Yeah, I had a bootleg of it, though. Oh, okay. So I watched the bootleg and kept my VHS sealed. Ah. Never sold it though because I love the movie too much. I'm sure the VHS probably goes for money. I don't know. We can look at it later. Yeah, we we'll look at it later. But all right. um, anything else we need to talk about before we hop off of here? Um, I don't think so. Uh, Severin's having a mid-year sale. If you're into that, mm-hmm. we've talked some Severin stuff in the past. Go grab it. Yeah, Bruno Mattei. Bruno Mattei. <laughs> they have all kinds of Bruno Mattei stuff. Oh God, one day we're gonna do a Bruno Mattei oh, like mega it's- episode. It's wrote down, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about like not even like what's on the list. I think we should do like a mega Bruno Mattei episode, like a three hour Bruno Mattei. Oh episode. my god, we just we go through everything. We just no do Bruno Mattei's way. whole catalog, two episodes, oh my just god. Bruno Mattei. <laughs> like, oh. all right, now we're watching uh, Terminator Two. <laughs> Terminator Two, aka Shocking Dark, <laughs> also known as fucking horseshit. <laughs> 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 His new one is Robo Wars, which is Predator meets RoboCop. Eat ass. <laughs> I love Bruno oh Mattei with God. all my heart and soul. His his movies are not good necessarily. No, but they're fun. oh my God, they're amazing. But we'll talk about that. In, That's another in day. A, man, I can't wait to the day we talk about Bruno Mattei. Oh God, it's been so good. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I think that's it. Uh, I like to tell people about sales. Severin's having a sale. I think Arrow, uh, Diabolic DVD is still having their Arrow sale. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's still, if it's, does, they're still having a sale because I haven't looked at the website in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, if you like wrestling, mm-hmm. they had a 20% off sale. Wow. That's where I got my new shirt that I bought. That hasn't the showed up. Show, yeah. <laughs> that hasn't showed up. <laughs> it's been like almost a week, two weeks since it hasn't showed up. Pro Wrestling Tees, get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> All right. Get your shit together. So anyways, I'm John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on Cinema. 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 Morpheus drinking a 40 in the death basket.